Hey there, I'm Pastor Brian Dwyer, the creator of PursueGod.org. And in today's topic, we're going to talk about envisioning a new kind of church. Now, this topic is in particular for those of you church or ministry leaders who are interested in making disciples, and maybe you've stumbled upon the resources at PursueGod.org and you want to learn a little bit more about them, I encourage you to follow along with this audio and open up your phones or pull out a laptop and follow along with the talking points below this audio as I walk through what the Pursue God Discipleship resources are all about. So you can discuss this topic with an elder team, a leadership team, or maybe with a Pursue God church consultant, just as you're trying to unpack this and understand it. And to be honest with you, what we're trying to do with this particular topic is not just give you the information you're looking for, but also model the method for disciple-making that we use at PursueGod.org. So this is the method. Listen, follow along with the talking points, and then have a discussion using the questions below so that you can unpack this particular topic. Now, first, let's, let's talk about sort of the why behind it all, the why behind the resources. See, we believe that most churches today are built to create consumers, not disciple-makers. Now, every pastor, every ministry leader knows the Great Commission, that we're supposed to go out and make disciples of all nations. In fact, most of them know that we're supposed to be making disciples who make disciples. But the truth is, very few churches are actually doing it. Most of our ministries are structured to create consumers, not to create disciple makers. And as a result, most people don't receive the shepherding that they need. Take a look at Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. It says that Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages in the area, teaching in the synagogues and, and announcing the good news about the kingdom. So he's preaching just like many of our churches and ministries preach these days. In verse 36, it says that when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Now, I want to just stop right there because most of us pastors would not be sad when we saw great crowds coming to hear our sermons. Most of us would feel pretty good about ourselves. But Jesus knew that there was something that the crowds were missing, even if they heard a great sermon like his. It says that the reason he had compassion on them was because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Now, pastors, haven't you ever felt that way? I know I have. After preaching a sermon, you look at all these people going away thinking, well, they heard a message there, but now who's going to help them apply it? That's what Jesus was getting at here. In other words, he knew that church had to go beyond a sermon, that church needs to be about connecting people who can help with people who need the help. Now, his word for that was shepherds. He said, they're sheep without a shepherd. And then interestingly, he turned to his disciples and he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send workers into the field because the, there's so many people ready to hear the gospel, but so few people who are ready to share it. In other words, Jesus was saying to pray for disciple makers. And that's what we see in the picture of an Ephesians 4 church. An Ephesians 4 church is one where pastors equip and people make disciples. That is, the regular people shepherd others. That's what Paul means in Ephesians 4 when he says that Christ gave apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers to the church, but their job isn't to do all the ministry, verse 12. It says their job is to equip God's people to do the ministry. In other words, pastors are supposed to equip and people are supposed to make disciples. Now just stop and think about it. In your ministry, is this what's happening? 
I know in my church years ago, this wasn't happening. I was doing all the ministry, preaching sermons. People were bringing their friends to listen to sermons. But we were missing the mark. We weren't in Ephesians 4 church. Now, I talked about disciple making all the time, but no one in my church actually did it. Everyone in the church actually just brought their friends to listen to my sermon. So the result was I was preaching, but no one, including me, no one was making disciples. No one was shepherding. Now, if this sounds familiar to you, I want to just encourage you that you can change it. And that's why we've created the tools at PursueGod.org. See, to be the church that Jesus envisioned, we as the leaders must empower our people with a strategy that's simple and reproducible. We can't just preach at them that they should make disciples. We can't just put it on banners in the lobby. We need to actually tell them how to do it. And that's why we've created our tools at PursueGod.org. And that's why we've made them available for free to churches everywhere. Now, to learn about our method, to dig down a little bit deeper into our method, just check out PursueGod.org and click on, at the top of that page, click on Learn More. And you'll see that our three-step strategy is really simple. Number one, pick a category. There are many to choose from in our resources. Number two, start talking from that category. And number three, at some point, eventually, take the person that you're discipling through our 12-week discipleship track called The Pursuit. If you can get your whole church buying into this, you will become the kind of church Jesus envisioned all along. Now, use those discussion questions down below to unpack this topic and then talk about more topics like this on our pastor's page at PursueGodNetwork.org.